the thing that people were very interested in was the upselling part, the post-purchase upselling, because there were a lot of problems with the existing solutions. Hey everyone, this is Nazara Keel from Max Pro. Hi, I'm Linda. And I'm Paul. And we're Love and Pebbles. Hi, this is Lopa Vandermersch from Rasa. Oh, you're listening. And you're listening. And you are listening to the Arm Show. Welcome to the Ecom Show, presented by Blue Tusker, the number one place to hear the inside scoop from other e-commerce experts, where they share their secrets on how they scaled their business and are now living the dream. Now, here is your host, Andrew Math. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Ecom Show. As usual, I am your host, Andrew Math, and today I'm joined by the amazing Ruth Evenheim of Reconvert, co-founder over at Reconvert. Ruth, how are you doing? You ready for a good show here? I'm great. Yeah, I'm really ready for a great show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, not a problem. Obviously, really appreciate you having uh, being on the show with us today. I am super excited for this one, mainly because we're, at least at the time of this recording, and probably by the time this goes out, it's a little bit now, kind of like a little on the Q4 prep side-ish. And so yeah. we're going to talk upselling, cross-selling, CRO, all that kind of stuff, which is perfect for Q4. Um, but I always like to pretend that no one knows who you are uh, and that you wouldn't mind giving us a little bit of insight into who you are, your background, a little bit more about Reconvert, and we can take it from there. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So my name is Ruth. Um, I used to be a Shopify merchant for a very short period of time. I had my own dropshipping store that was very niche, uh, selling uh, specific products to spe- very specific um, like group of people. Uh, and we actually managed to get it to be a little profitable, like fund itself, which at the time I thought was not that impressive. But now I kind of uh, think it it is a little more impressive now that I know how difficult it is to get anything profitable. Um, and eventually, as a Shopify merchant, I had a lot of ideas for different apps or different solutions that I couldn't find on the App Store. At the same time, my brother, Eric, who is also my co-founder, was actually a Shopify Plus merchant. He had his own store that he managed to really grow to like a, a business. Uh, and we decided to build our own apps. Like we started talking about it and we realized that this is something we want to do. Uh, neither of us is a developer. So we were not sure in the beginning how to get to do that, how to go around that, but we managed to do it and we built reconvert. We built a few different apps. Actually, reconvert was not the first one, but it is our baby. It's the one that we like invested the most in, believed in the most, uh, and it's the biggest one uh, to date. Yeah, that's that's my background. <laughs> Very common focus. Yeah, and reconverts one of the top, if not the top, like upsell, cross sell app in the Shopify store right now. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we started off as a thank you page builder, like that was the, the branding in the beginning. And then we realized pretty quickly that the thing that people were very interested in was the upselling part, the post-purchase upselling, because there were a lot of problems with the existing solutions back then in Shopify. Now I do think the ecosystem changed. There are a lot of solutions for post-purchase upselling, but I, Reconvert is still one of the top ones. Um, and I think this is because we had enough 
like time in the platform, I guess, like background in a platform to really know what people care about, where the pain points are and how to solve them. Nice. Yeah. So I, I know it's a little obvious of why someone should focus on upselling, cross-selling, that kind of stuff. Um, but what do you see is most, mostly like the, the common problem when they're coming to you, they're, you know, they're downloading the app, they're getting started the whole process. Is it typical for someone to have just no upsell cross sells in place at all? Or is it more like a, Hey, we've got some in place, but it's just not doing what we need it to do. So I do think that, um, most stores have some form of upselling and cross selling. I think some store owners see it as something a little annoying and spammy because no one likes pop-ups and people kind of look at it from these eyes of, I don't like when people shove products to me, so I'm not going to do it to my customers. But if you do it right, then it's really a win-win situation because your customers are getting a product that they want for a a better price. But I I would say this is the minority. Most people do have some sort of upselling and cross-selling in their store, but they are blind to the post-purchase section. So, you know, when when we think about upselling, cross-selling, we think about the product page, the cart page, and the checkout. Uh, And these are all very important, but when you upsell post-purchase, you don't have to be as careful because if I'm upselling on the cart, not to mention a checkout. Uh, I'm going to want to be very, very careful not to take my customer out of the purchase flow because if I confuse them, if I annoy them, anything like that, I'm losing this sale. I'm hurting my own conversion rate. Post-purchase, that's not an issue. They already bought. Now you only have something to gain out of it. And I think um, a lot of the times... It's difficult to be profitable when your customers come in, buy something and leave. And the whole idea of optimizing the post-purchase flow, the thank you pages and other pages that are post-purchase, is to make sure that customers don't do that, that they come in, buy something, and then maybe stick around and buy something else. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. I find that no one kind of realizes that the customer journey, they always think it's everyone pictures the funnel, right? If you're top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel, and then it's over and the funnel's mm-hmm. done. But it's really a little bit more cyclical because you want them even after a checkout, even like for us from a marketing perspective, the marketing doesn't end once they make a purchase. Now we're just starting the whole process over and doing what we can to get them back. So it is very interesting that a lot of people tend to skip out on the post-purchase upselling. Now, before I touch on that, though, you did mention you get some people that I've and I've heard the same thing uh, that will say, like, I don't want to have, you know, a ton of pop ups and all this stuff for the pre-purchase aspect. What is your suggestion on like where that sweet spot is? Like what's too much? What's too little? Like what yeah. if you had your own store still, how would you have it set up? So I, I do have to say that when we talk about pre-purchase, I can only talk about my opinion. Uh, we're working on some pre-purchase features, but we don't have any yet. So yeah. I don't have data. Like I do have some data about post-purchase, but not about uh, pre-purchase. Instinctively, I would say... Um, one offer on the product page, one on the cart, and one at checkout. And that doesn't necessarily mean a pop-up for each. It can be one pop-up, one on-page offer, maybe a checkbox offer on the product page, things like that. Mm -hmm. And then a checkout, obviously, on Shopify, it's only if you're a Shopify Plus merchant, but if you can add an upsell on the checkout, that's also amazing. 
Uh, and I think that is not too overwhelming to the customer. And you're not at risk of like offending them too much. I, I do like for my own purchasing experience, when I go like on a product page, I would maybe add the product to cart and then scroll down to look at the recommendations. And then it's in my control. Like I don't have to do that. I don't have a pop-up that's annoying me, but I have some options down there. Um, but once the customer entered, let's say the cart, I think that's a signal that they're like, okay, I'm ready to complete my purchase. So our goal is to not take them off of that too much. So maybe either one pop-up or one very simple on-page upsell uh, that is not going to confuse them too much. Got yeah. It. So now the post-purchase side. Yeah. So obviously, you've got the data. You're loaded for this one. So someone checks out. What is your suggestion on what should be put in place and what's too much and what's too little? So when we talk about post-purchase, um, I think there are two like sections to discuss. One is just post-purchase, a full page upsell, one-click upsell that is the complete page. And one is the thank you page. And I would treat them differently. Uh, so for full page um, upsell, I would show two different upsells um, with increasing discounts. So either you can, let's say I'm upselling this pen. So I could offer this pen for a 10% discount. And if you decline it, I can offer it again in the next page, this time for a 20% discount. And maybe you'll accept. Or if you did accept it, I would offer a different product on the next uh, page. And this is a really good way to not show all your cards at like on the first yeah. upsell. Uh, you actually like have the opportunity to uh, increase that a little bit and improve the offer. And then once this is done and we get to the thank you page, I do think the thank you page is uh, basically a very interesting page that on Shopify is a little bit wasted. There's so much you can do there. You really don't have to be careful. You can treat it as whatever you want. I've seen people do. So when we talk about conversions, the best converting thing that we have in reconvert is a pop-up. Uh, it's, it's a pop-up giving a general discount and it's time sensitive. There's a timer that follows you around and lets you know when the offer expires. And this is the best converting element. Uh, it's both the ur urgency and the fact that it's a pop-up. They work really well. Um, but you don't only have to upsell. That's the beauty of the thank you page. You could do uh, a video where you talk to your customers. If you have a complex product that you want to explain, if you want to explain something about shipping, or if you just want to say thank you. Uh, you can add a post-purchase survey to learn about it, about them a little bit. You can add some product recommendations that are scrollable so that even after they finished their purchase, they're like, oh, there are some more interesting products here. Let me let me have a look. And that's very Amazon-like experience. Like you can never finish purchasing. You get to the thank you page and it's a cycle. You never leave. Yeah. Um, yeah, these are just a few suggestions. Uh, we do have, for people who install Reconvert, we have a template that is called uh, conversion monster and it basically has all of the best practices that we've seen throughout the years stores using and getting the best results from so 
for the post-purchase side, so they've obviously gone through, they're on the thank you page, they're seeing all the different pop-ups or different upsell opportunities that you're putting in place. Is it the option where they can add to cart and they have to kind of start the process over again? Or is it one of those like, add this to your order kind of things? How does that work? So um, on the full page post-purchase flow, you don't want them to eventually get to the thank you page so they can see the details of their order. You don't want to take them away. It's a one-click upsell. They just click and it's added to their cart, uh, to their order and paid and everything. Um, On the thank you page, right now on Shopify, it's not really possible to do that, unfortunately. I I have a feeling they're working on it and it's going to be available sometime soon and then we'll be able to add it too. But for now, um, they do have to go back to checkout and it depends on which widget. So we have a product upsell widget, which is the second most converting one after the pop-up. Uh, and it's a specific product. You accept the offer with the discount and we direct the customer to the checkout all they have to do is re-enter their payment details. The rest we already have from the previous order. So we like we try to make it as easy as it as we can for the customers, so they don't have to go through you know the entire thing. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of you know in some cases not having kind of that post-purchase upsell and having like the video to as an explainer. Like there's so many other ways for that to be utilized for even products that don't have typical repeat purchases or if you're just selling like one or two things and you know that's what you have to work with. Mm-hmm. But when you have a larger product line, how do you decipher what you're offering after they've made that purchase? Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> it has a few, a few answers, honestly. Um, a- again, I can only speak from the solutions we've created with ReConvert. I'm sure there are other solutions as well. But... Um, what we did is, first of all, we have the uh, what we call funnels. Uh, and the funnels is basically a mechanism that allows you to create two post-purchase offers and a thank you page. And you can customize it whatever way you want with whatever triggers you want. So it can be according to the product that they purchased, which is the use case you talked about. And mm-hmm. it can be according to their gender, where they're from, how many orders they've made for your store. There's really a a lot of options there. So that's one way to do that. And that is the most customizable way because you can literally show them something completely different in each case. But uh, the problem is if you do have a very large catalog, like you said, then it's going to be a little difficult to manage and to create a trigger for each collection or type of product or anything like that. So we do have other solutions which are either using a Shopify smart recommendations mechanism, which basically, Mm -hmm. you know, you show dynamic recommendations and Shopify, uh, I'm pretty sure the algorithm works according to what collection this product is in. Uh, It's it's something that we just use, so I'm not 100% sure, but that's the feeling that I have. Um, And we actually recently launched something that um, allows you to use Shopify's related products um, system which is relatively new. You can basically manually as a merchant decide this product is related to these. And then in reconvert, when they get to the post-purchase offers, we can look at that and offer the related products that you defined as the merchant on Shopify. Got it. Yeah. Interesting. How are you able to leverage that same functionality 
to kind of focus on retention, like making sure that they continuously come back? Like what's that kind of approach look like? So um, first of all, I think that uh, if they are on the thank you page, they just finished the purchase and you get them to buy again immediately, then that's one form of retention. Like <laughs> you got them to, to purchase it. Yeah. Second order, like less than an hour after the first one. That's awesome. Uh, but you can also use the post purchase flows to collect more information about them. So you have their email or SMS. They just purchased from you. But now um, you can send them promotional emails, but you can also send them a birthday email. Let's say um, you ask them for their birthday on the thank you page. They give you their birthday. And then on the day of you, or the week of, you can send them a special deal just for them for their birthday, celebrate with them. And that is so much more personal than just like a general holiday or something like that. And you can actually become like deepen your relationship with them and get them to come back again. Um, one more thing that I think people are, I don't know, not as aware of, maybe now uh, people know about it a little more, but the thank you page on Shopify is also the order status page. So if a merch, if a person just purchased and they leave and then Shopify after a week sends them the automatic uh, email uh, to update about shipping, they put a link back to the thank you page in this email. Mm-hmm. So the customer, what we have seen is that for each thank you page, customers visit about uh, somewhere between one and a half to three times per order. So you do have, you can have views for this page, even like two, three weeks after the order. And then it's another opportunity for them to not just land on a blank page, but land on a page that's optimized for conversions. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. The uh, the birthday thing was very interesting as well. How was that triggered? So those emails after, you know, let's say post-purchase, you ask their birthday, mm-hmm. they give you the birthday, then on their birthday, it sends an email. Is that functionality also something within reconvert or is there kind of an integration? Like how does that actually work? So there is an integration. We actually don't send it out ourselves. Uh, we have integrations with a few SMS apps, um, SMS marketing apps. But I, I would say the biggest integration is with Clavio. So you can basically send the birthday uh, information to Clavio and then use that to communicate in emails or SMS with your customers. Yeah. Beautiful. So all that data that you have coming in, you can actually use that data, send it back in a Clavio and adjust based on everything that they did within there. Exactly. Right? Awesome. So that obviously brings in a lot of different data and analytics and different segmentations. Like there's, I mean, at that point, that really opens up a lot because you can obviously create different lists around people that have done a post-purchase or different products they created or their birthdays or anything along those lines. Like, how are you seeing people leverage all the different data and analytics that's coming out of reconvert? So, uh, so yeah, I think maybe I need to clarify for Clavio, we only have the birthday integration. We don't send any more information. We do have uh, Shopify flow integration, which I think is now only for plus and advanced plus, yeah. merchants. I think they open it up to like one plan below plus. Um, and we've seen them using it to really send this data to wherever they want to send it. Uh, and then you can really like, um, 
do whatever you want with it. Uh, you can send out a very specific product recommendation email if you want, depending on what the merchant, the customer was interested in. Um, yeah, you, you can do a lot with it. I have seen mostly people use the, the birthday uh, integrations to create automatic birthday flows, get people back. Um, it doesn't have to be one day, by the way. It's like a birthday month where you get a discount for the entire month or something like that that you can utilize. Um, We also have a a widget that I was kind of uh, surprised that picked up as much as it did, and it's a social sharing widget. It allows customers to uh, basically share their order with their friends, and if you choose to, you also give them a discount. So they can share like, hey, I just purchased from this store, get 10% for your order. And... This actually works really well. Like we knew people would share the the product, but we didn't know that some stores would get a lot of the post-purchase um, conversions from this widget, from friends who click on the link and actually buy with the discount. Um, and I think it really goes to show how strong uh, actual social proof is, like real people yeah. talking about something real that they just bought rather than you as a brand doing it. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. That I can see how I can see how that would actually do really well cuz basically if you're if you're promoted with like hey, here's a 10% off for one of your friends, you just made a purchase, chances are you're like okay, I've spent enough right now, I don't want to do that. But mm-hmm. you feel like you're wasting that 10% off. So just hitting a button and sending it to a friend or a colleague or something does make a lot of sense. That's very interesting. I like yeah. that idea. Um Right when we started, uh, before we started recording here, you mentioned that for our listeners today, you have something super fun for them, correct? Yes. So we have created pretty recently a CRO ebook. It's basically an ebook with over 20, I don't remember the exact number right now, but over 20 tips on how to improve your CRO. Um, we are very passionate about um, conversion rate optimization. It's like what we do. We do it post-purchase, but we've learned a lot from that on how to do it pre-purchase as well. And I think that's one of the things that can really help merchants who are getting traffic right now into their store, but are unable to turn that into sales uh, to figure out where the drop is happening and how to improve that. So I would love it if people want to check it out and see the ebook and also let us know how they feel about it and if it helped. Uh, you can find it at reconvert.io slash CRO. Um, yeah. Great. And we'll put that in the show notes for you. Too. Thank you. Ruth, obviously really appreciate you having me on the show. I'd love to uh, give you the opportunity here, let everyone know where they can find out more about you and of course, more about reconvert. Sure. So um, you can find us in the website in reconvert.io or in the app store. If you just look for reconvert on the Shopify app store, um, you can find me on LinkedIn and places like that, but honestly, I'm not I'm not very active. Uh, but we do have a YouTube channel where we have uh, one of our employees building a store from scratch and kind of documenting that. So if you're interested, oh. reconvert on YouTube. Um, yeah, that's it. Beautiful. Ruth, thank you so much for being on the show. Obviously, everyone that tuned in, thank you as well. Please make sure you do the usual rate, review, subscribe on whichever podcast platform you prefer, YouTube, or head over to ecomshow.com to check out all of our previous episodes. And don't forget, 
August 30th, we are doing our 100th episode live. We will have more information out about that soon, but put it in your calendar. Otherwise, Ruth, thank you so much for joining us. Everyone else, appreciate it. We'll see you all next time. Have a go. Thank you for tuning in to the Ecom Show. Head over to ecomshow.com to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform or on the Blue Tusker YouTube channel. The Ecom Show is brought to you by Blue Tusker, a full-service digital marketing company specifically for e-commerce sellers looking to accelerate their growth. Go to bluetusker.com now for more information. Make sure to tune in next week for another amazing episode of The Ecom Show.